This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. There were two men that made an enormous impact in the history of the Republic and the state of Texas in just the very short time that they each had there. The men, Davy Crockett and Jim Bowie. Davy Crockett was born in 1796. He was hardworking and an adventurous kid from an early age. He was just about 12 years old when his father indentured him out to Jacob Seiler to help pay huge debts that his father had built up. Seiler took young Davy on a 400-mile cattle drive to Virginia. When he finished, the 12-year-old Davy made his way all the way back home on his own. Upon his return, his father enrolled him in school where he got into a fight with another student and he skipped school the next day. And when his father found out, he set out to whip Davy. But Davy outran his father and just kept going, joining another cattle drive. He would find work on various cattle drives and as a ranch hand out on his own over the next four years. At 16, he wondered if dad had finally put the belt away. He returned home to Tennessee. When Davy got back to the tavern, it was nighttime and the evening meal was being served to the herders and teamsters. He moved unannounced into the tavern and sat down amidst the other men. I had been gone so long and had grown so much that the family did not at first know me. And another and perhaps a stronger reason was they had no thought or expectation of me. For they had all long given me up for finally lost. Davy Crockett. So he got inside the tavern, sat amongst the other travelers at the same table with the family. Finally, one of his sisters looked at him, recognized his features, and discovered she had just found her long-lost brother, David. After staying to work off more of his father's debts for two other debtors, Crockett set out on his own again this time for good. Soon after leaving his family, Crockett met and married the love of his life, Polly Finley. David and Polly started their family and moved around the state frequently. Then, during the War of 1812, war broke out in parts of the South with the Indians who had sided with the British and at an outpost called Fort Mims. The Creek Indians, supplied by the British, massacred 400 men, women, and children. 
This incensed the citizens of Tennessee and surrounding states. So Crockett, and of course many others, joined the fight. The warriors came yelling on and continued till they were within shot of us. And we fired and killed a considerable number of them. They broke and ran across our line where they were fired on. And so we kept them running under heavy fire until we had killed upwards of 400 of them. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett became an instant hero. Davy took his new family west to Lawrence County, Tennessee, and settled along fast-moving Shoal Creek. The Patton family was a prosperous one, and Elizabeth had some money. And Davy used this inheritance to set up a gristmill. Crockett would eventually be elected to three terms in the United States Congress, representing his district in Tennessee. And he took his duties seriously. To him, taxpayer funds were sacred, and they weren't to be used in any way outside of the constitutionally mandated ways. Can you even imagine somebody actually believing that? He was so committed to the principle that he even voted no on an act of Congress that would give $100,000 in federal funds to the widow of one of the biggest heroes in American history, Navy Commodore Stephen Decatur. Decatur was revered in the United States, and helping his widow after he was killed in a duel by another Navy Commodore was wildly popular. Crockett wouldn't cave in to popular opinion. His no vote was so unpopular with his constituents that he lost his bid to be elected to a fourth term and had to be sent home to Tennessee, where he famously proclaimed, Since you've chosen to elect a man with a timber toe to succeed me, you can all go to hell. I'm going to Texas. By the way, Decatur had left his wife with a fortune of $75,000, which is the equivalent of $1.8 million today. And that's before Congress gave her $100,000, which would have more than doubled her fortune. Crockett left with 30 others the next day, bound for Texas. Initially, his intent was to scout out a place to bring his wife and children to live. But upon his arrival, his fame preceded him and he was met by crowds of admirers. Crockett was quickly caught up in the cause of Texas independence and he swore an oath to the new provisional Texas government. Always up for a good fight, he decided to join Colonel William Travis in San Antonio at the Alamo. During the 13-day siege, Colonel Travis wrote that Crockett was everywhere in the Alamo, animating the men to do their duty. It was also reported that he killed at least five Mexicans in succession as each of them tried unsuccessfully to reach a Mexican cannon that was right outside the Alamo, each of them trying to fire it. Accounts from the few survivors of the Alamo on how Crockett died during the final battle vary. Susanna Dickinson said that Crockett died while firing at the oncoming Mexicans from outside of the Alamo. Travis's slave, a man named Joe, the only male Texan to survive the slaughter, claimed that Crockett died in a room inside the Alamo, surrounded by 16 dead Mexicans that he had killed with his rifle, pistol, and knives. But whatever the truth about the way Davy Crockett lost his life on March 6, 1836, like the state itself, he was a legendary larger-than-life figure. Another larger-than-life figure, a native Kentuckian, Jim Bowie, also sealed his fate at the Alamo. 
1814, at the age of 18, Jim and his brother headed to New Orleans to answer Andrew Jackson's call to fight the British in the War of 1812. But by the time that they arrived, the fighting was over. But Jim decided to stay in Louisiana. In 1819, he joined an expedition to liberate Texas from Spain. No, not Mexico, Spain. And arriving in Nacogdoches, Texas, they encountered very little resistance and declared Texas an independent republic. They went home to Louisiana before the Spanish troops arrived to reclaim the area. Bowie had become nationally famous while attending a duel between two doctors in Mississippi. He was there as a friend and an ally of one of the doctors, and the sheriff of the Louisiana township where he lived, Norris Wright, was an ally of the other doctor. Well, Bowie and Wright had been at odds ever since Bowie had supported Wright's opponent for sheriff. And the duel began, and the doctors fired at each other twice, each missing on both shots. So they dropped their weapons, they met in the middle, and they shook hands. However, those gathered to support them and witness the duel began an outright brawl. Bowie was quickly shot in the hip, but he got up, drew his massive soon-to-be nine-and-a-quarter-inch-long, one-and-a-half-inch-wide knife. He charged his attacker, who hit Bowie over the head with his empty pistol, breaking the pistol and knocking Bowie to the ground. Sheriff Wright joined the effort and shot at Bowie. While he was laying on the ground, but he missed, and Bowie returned fire, hitting Wright. Wright then drew his sword cane and rammed it through Bowie's chest, impaling him. As Wright attempted to retrieve his blade by placing his foot on Bowie's chest and yanking it out, the badly wounded Bowie pulled him down to the ground with him and disemboweled Wright with his huge, what we now call a Bowie knife. Wright died instantly, and Bowie, with Wright's sword still protruding from his chest, was shot again and stabbed by another member of the group. Incredibly, somehow or another, the doctors who had started the whole thing by deciding to duel in the first place removed the bullets and patched Bowie's other wounds. Shortly after the now-famous sandbar fight, Jim Bowie, now 35 years old, headed for Texas. There he recuperated from the multiple serious wounds that he had received, and while mending, he met and married the 19-year-old daughter of the vice governor of Texas. They moved into her parents' San Antonio palace and had two children. While Bowie was away on a business trip, he heard that there was a cholera outbreak in Texas. Fearing that it would hit San Antonio, he sent his wife and his children to his parents' estate in Monclovia, Mexico, as the epidemic was headed to San Antonio. Sadly and ironically, the entire family fell victim to the cholera epidemic in Monclovia, and all of them, including her parents, died. This tragedy sent Bowie into an alcoholic frenzy and was the beginning of ill health for him. With Mexico clamping down and oppressing Texans, Bowie decided to join the fight for independence and defend the Alamo. He and Colonel William Travis were in command. However, during the 13-day siege, Bowie became gravely ill and bedridden. When the Mexicans stormed the mission, he is said to have emptied his guns into the soldiers who entered his room, laying in his bed, leaning up against the wall. Finally, out of ammo, the Mexican soldiers got through and bayoneted James Bowie. This is a time where I guess men were men and things were crazy. 
These are just few of the people and the events that we have shared in this last serial that have made Texas the unique liberty-minded haven that it is. There has always been a sense of pride and independence and a little bit of fight in the residents there. Today, Texas has its very own electrical grid. It boasts the 11th largest economy in the world. And having no state income tax may be part of the reason that more Fortune 500 companies are based in Texas than anywhere else in the nation. Unlike other states that have been devoured by the federal government, over 90% of the land in Texas is still privately owned. Texas freedom and economic success have made it America's fastest growing state at over 28 million residents and counting. Three of the top five fastest growing cities, Houston, Dallas, and Austin. And over the past 20 years, more than 4 million Californians have made the move to Texas. Those of us in Texas still aren't sure that's a good thing. The spirit of Sam Houston, Stephen F. Austin, Davy Crockett, and Jim Bowie, alive and well, and pushing the residents of the state to continue to fight for independence and freedom. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network. Are you as excited about your kids being online on the Internet as I am? I feel like I'm always playing catch-up with the latest apps and sites that my kids have access to. All the good and all the bad is always there, but I'm not always there. That's why I want to tell you about Hero Parental Control. Hero is a high-tech tool that helps you stay ahead of the game. Activity from all of your family's devices can be filtered, monitored and even tracked via GPS from one easy dashboard that you have. You can adjust all your filters. Material that might be healthy for a teen can be harmful to a young child. It works on all of your devices, including your mobile. It's easy to set up, intuitive to use, and it stays up to date with ever-changing technology. It's going to make the Internet in your house appropriate by your standards, not what society says. So enjoy the good and block the bad. Go to blazehero.com. That's blazehero.com.